Hi, and welcome to another episode of Amazing Individuals, where we talk to individuals with intellectual disabilities and people that support them. On today's episode, I will be talking to Amy Foster. She's a Special Olympic athlete from Illinois, and just last week, she complete, competed, completed, I'm sorry, the first two athlete leadership modules that Illinois has to offer. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for coming on our show today. Thank you for having me, Lisa and Kurt. Uh, well, unfortunately, Kurt couldn't make it because um, he has a physical therapy appointment, but you'll meet him, you know, hopefully at one of our events. So, um, now, could you actually, before we get again, could you please tell our listeners where in Illinois you are from? Well, okay, so... I live in a town called Edwardsville, which is really close to St. Louis, Missouri. So if you know where St. Louis, Missouri is, with that big arch, I live about 45 minutes away from that. Oh, okay. Yeah. My cousin lives in O'Fallon. So and my and then my uh other cousin's son um goes to uh, I forget what the college is called, but he's Going um, in some place in uh, misery, he goes for physical therapy, so he's going to become a physical therapist. So, so. that's cool. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. So. In, the, in my neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, yeah. Um, how did you get involved with Special Olympics and what sports do you compete in? Well, I've been involved in Special Olympics since I was much younger. Um, so, I I've gotten the privilege of doing Illinois Special Olympics and Missouri Special Olympics. And why did that happen? So when I went to high school, my high school was over in Missouri. And they had active Special Olympics. Um, What's my, what sports do I compete in currently? Yeah. I I do too. Uh, currently, I'm compete in rhythmic gymnastics, and I do bowling, which is just that that practice is just about to start really soon here. I'm. I, it's always nice to kind of like. And I understand. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. You know, I'm glad that we're. You know, like our team. You know, that we're back to. The practicing, you know, in person, you know, like over the weekend, I was so happy to practice tennis and see my friends and, you know, and also do bocce and fly football. So, you know, it's, you know, when you don't have that, you know, it's, you know, it's nice to come back. So, yeah, it's, it's been, for me, it's been very weird. Um, There's friends that only see doing special olympics activities or being a part of that 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 friendship it's like it's been really weird this virtual stuff is okay but it's not the same I, I, you know to be together i'm i'm just hoping for summer games next year it's gonna bloomington is gonna be heard <laughs> right right no i agree i yeah virtual is one thing but you know 
seeing everybody in person that's you know and like you said before you know there's some times where there's some people that you only get to see you know at different events i mean kurt and i have the same way you know there's some people that we only get to see at different competitions because maybe they live too far or something like that you know so so you know that's like you said that's one thing we are really looking forward to is you know seeing our friends again and you know just like living our lives again you know and getting out there so 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 um what are some of your favorite things you'd like to do outside of special olympics oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> well i have lived independently for quite a while um so uh taking care of my apartment is i guess one thing <laughs> i like to do outside special and I, I i really enjoy um seeing my boyfriend um i understand that yeah i understand that um what is your i guess out of all your hobbies or what do you what you like doing what is your favorite to do oh my favorite hobby um i i can you can't really see it can can you see that little ping that's over my corner yeah that's over there um i really like to paint so when we painted during virtual that was what i was looking forward to the whole time was paint i was like yeah i i love to paint i don't get to do it very often um but i love to paint and oh, that's cool and I've even gotten some doggies to paint <laughs> too. So that that's oh, that's cool. I wish, yeah, I wish I knew how to paint better, but I don't. But uh, my um, someday I hope to learn a little bit. I my painting is constricted to uh, confined to painting by numbers. <laughs> so, so, but. Um, anyway, you know, like, kind of what we did, like where we followed along with her, that, that's the kind of painting I kind of really like where you follow along with somebody and they kind of help guide you. So, yeah, that one was done for, for a class in college. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. So, anyway, uh, last week you just completed the first two athlete leadership modules that we offer. Um, first, um, what did you uh, like about those? And also, uh, secondly, what are you looking forward to doing as an athlete leader? Oh, well, it was, it was really nice to get to know some of the current athlete leaders like yourself and your husband and um, and it was nice to have, you know, the ones of us who are learning, mm -hmm. um, what I'm looking for doing the most is I have a goal. I want to get that jacket. So I'm going <laughs> to be like, every chance I can get to present. I'm like, I'm going to be like asking a couple of unique questions because I think in this in these times we've got to be creative 
I'm like, I'm going to be like, okay, does this count? Does this count? <laughs> right. I, 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 trust me, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, so I will tell you, um, Tony Hill, who lives down here, who's a global messenger, mm-hmm. um, basically was like, come present me. I was like, I'm not on the agenda, but yeah, come. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, and he's so much fun. And I'm like, I, and, and that's one person specifically. It's like, I only see him as special and protected. I don't have his phone number. Don't have a good email. I'm like, <laughs> going, I'm like going, mm. So when she said challenges, I was like, yeah, getting a hold of Tony. I'm going to be really <laughs> creative. I'm going to be like, yeah, but, Tony's a really yeah, Tony's a real cool guy. So, and he yeah, was in like the and actually he was in the first class uh, for uh, Google Messaging. So, he he can teach you a lot, and, you know, and and things. So I yeah, already know he has a jacket. So I'm gonna like <laughs> okay, we're, we're I'm gonna like let's get me a jacket. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, oh yeah. Yeah, and like and like like we said, you only have to do four. So and you know, but the most important thing is to always just if it's um either if it's something Karen gives you or if it's something that you reach out to somebody, you just have to just make sure to let her know. Um, because that's that's sometimes the hardest part is people give speeches and things, but then they forget to do the, you know, to do the afterward by telling you, like for example. My husband and I are got asked to speak to the. And we do it every year, but we got speak uh, asked that to speak me, to the Northwestern uh, women's volleyball team on Wednesday. So I made sure to let Karen know, and you know, and then I will follow up with her, you know, afterwards to let her know how it goes. So, but you know, that's the that's the only way she can kind of keep track too of how many you did, you know. So. Like you said, your goal is to get the blazer. So yeah, that's the, you know, that's the way to do it. So, and that's that's one, I guess, one benefit that that I have is um, I have a lot more flexibility in my schedule, and I have a car, so I might be able to go <laughs> more places than the typical athlete leader might be able to go so i'm really hoping that those four are not as challenging as i think yeah you know and you know like you said you know you have the flexibility you know of your schedule and then you know you also have a car so that kind of helps too so that you can you know you're not just kind of you know stuck just being around your you know certain places so i mean yeah we don't i mean i drive but we don't have a car right now but um but we use Uber and Lyfts a lot. So, you know, that gives us more of a flexibility too of, you know, going to different events. So, which is a nice thing. So, um, so why is Special Olympics important to you? I, I think for me, Special Olympics um, has always felt like a bunch, it, I'm pretty much friends with almost everybody on my team and I'm super friendly. So it's like, just, it's like hanging out with friends. And now since I have learned so much more that some of my friends haven't had as many opportunities as I've had 
I've done a lot of uh, advocacy just on different issues on making things better for all of us, not just myself. And I think that's, you know, and just to be able to speak about how awesome it is. I mean, it it's really, I mean, it's the one place that I'm not made fun of. I'm not teased. I'm I'm a little bit older than most of the people I compete with. Mm-hmm. And they accept the fact that I tell them, I'm, I've been telling them for the last couple of years, I said, oh, I'm one digit. And they just don't <laughs> question it. it. It's like, okay, Amy, you're, you're okay. Yeah. I'm like going, for me, it's a mindset to get over the fact that I am the age I am, but and just to be able to have fun. And so um, I'm really excited about this. I also have a couple other global messengers that I think are going to be really helpful. I know Aaron Compton and Diane Compton, uh, they were really cheering me on as well. So I'm, I'm really excited. Oh, that's good. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about... Uh a little bit more about how you were a little bit of your advocacy work, like what a couple of things that you maybe advocated for. Well, I guess one of the biggest things that I've been advocating for pretty, pretty, pretty vocally is um, ending subminimum wage. I just believe everybody should be paid by the hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other thing that I'll say is interesting is something that most people wouldn't know in the Special Olympics world is I'm a wellness recovery action plan facilitator and educator. So facilitator just means you lead the classes and educator means you teach the facilitators how to lead those classes. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is I'm a certified recovery support specialist. Um, And I'm the first one that they know of to's come out of the intellectual and developmental disability world to get those credentials. So I've been using a lot of those experiences, you know, and bringing those Special Olympics to that side of of the world. Um, And it's amazing how I just see disability as we're all disabled. And um, and I'm just really excited about um, all kinds of things. Right, and I I'm glad to hear that you're an advocate like that. I that's why kind of what I like to do is advocate for us is you know I kind of see it as like you said you know we might have disabilities but you know I see it more as you as long as we have the right support around us you know um, you know we can do whatever we set our mind to. I mean if we wanted to own our own company we could you know whatever you want to do. So you know I 
it always makes my heart feel better when I hear uh, somebody else that feel, you know, does, you know, feels the same way I do. So, uh, how did you get involved in that? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it took a lot of work. It's like, it's pretty much very similar to what we what we're going through with the Special Olympics uh, athlete leader training. Um, first, I'll just talk specifically the wellness recovery action plan because that'll be the easiest. Mm-hmm. First, I had to have my own, which I do, and it's here somewhere. <laughs> I won't find it now that I'm looking for it. Um, and it, it's my plan for life. It's goals that I have, and I'm constantly, for me, I, I always have something I'm working on. And um, I guess it's been a journey for me. Um, I said I was interested way a long time ago. COVID hit. world <laughs> didn't happen. I accidentally ended up on... a training with Karen and I said it was discussing the principles of things, the key principles of things. I was like, I was like, yes, I need to be. And I don't know why I was on her email list then, but ever since then, she's like, yeah, I'm putting you on my email list. I was like, good, because this is something I've wanted to do for a while. Recently found out that my lead coach did not forward the emails last year. I was like, going, I was like, I could have been doing this for a whole year at home. But no, I, I think timing's everything. So I have my own rap plan. And then um there's a lead coordinator uh that, that oversees RAP, wellness recovery action plan, uh in the state. You send her your information, and there's only so many people that get picked. It's it's more selective, but that's okay. Um, I got picked to, and I, I just love, you know, absolutely love that I can combine these two worlds because I've been really, in my mind, I've been teaching like statewide level. Uh, employees wait people with developmental disabilities have these issues too we need to co-mingle these two groups together and that's one of the other big things I've been doing advocacy wise I said if we could just link together so much would just change the world would be so much better I'm working on it It, it's getting better every day Um, (laughs) I think uh, like I said in the training I may have said this, I may not have. I've been on the statewide advocacy, statewide advocacy group. Um, it's a governor-appointed uh, board. And one of the biggest things is that it's, that particular group is now on, as part of the statewide independent living plan, that the people who oversee RAP, I'm like, finally... It, 
so it's coming. It, it just, you know, it, it, it always takes time to have a lot of hard work. It wasn't just Amy. It was Amy and a lot of other people saying the same thing. And I have really, especially since, I guess, this last year when we've had to be more doing things like this, more virtual things, how things are really like, things are really kind of going in together. People are really coming together to support each other and finding how we can just do it very easily without a whole lot of uh, problems. Right. And and that's a great thing for, it sounds like it's a great program. I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff that, you know, and we've accomplished, but there's a lot, still a lot more we need to. Um, for example, I'm trying to um, get people notice that, you know, with COVID, I mean, there's really not that much talk was of people, how it affects people like us, you know, in our community. It basically, they talk about people with high risk medical conditions and seniors, but they really don't talk any about you know our community so that's one of my places where I am trying I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to get advocacy I'm just in the middle of kind of writing up a, uh, a presentation for before you know I go out there just to make sure I know you know how to deal with it but I'm that's good that you know you're part of that and I'm glad that you know Diane and Aaron they're they're really nice people so um, um, I know for down here in this local area, there's a group called the Self Advocacy Alliance, mm-hmm. and there's they're like the umbrella for all these advocacy groups. I know they've done a pretty good job of doing what you said. You would like to see more of. I'll message you their their info, and maybe you can contact her from some for some things that you could spread on up to Chicago, because I know for a fact you live up that way. And, yeah. I live there. and it's like, you would think the world's very similar, but it's very, 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 it, it's a little different. Oh yes, most definitely. And, and no, not just, and not just, and no, and not just like, just in Illinois, but in all over the place. Um, you know, I mean, my parents live in Ohio and it's the same thing. And then my mom says that she doesn't see that much either. So, you know, so it's all over the place. So, but that would be great if you could message me that information. So, so, um, if you could give any advice to people on how to interact with people like ourselves with intellectual disabilities, uh, what would it be? Oh, wow. (laughs) This is the one I've done a lot of thinking about, but I'm going to go by my, my, my good standby answer for this question. Treat me the way you would want to be treated. You want to be called Lisa? I want to be called Amy. Um, you know, just treat me with kindness and, you know, ask me because trust me I, I have an answer for the question um, and just you know even if you like work for somebody with disability a little extra kindness doesn't hurt 
you know, if you see him having a bad day, I'm guilty of it. Even after COVID, I'm still guilty of it. I saw somebody the other day and I gave him a side hug because I haven't seen him in over a year. I was like going, okay, we can do side hug. <laughs> We're both not breathing the same. Right, right. You know, well, it's, it's like, hard, you know? Yeah, it's hard. It's like, if, I think, I think yeah. it's all in being creative and finding ways to at least show you care. You right. might have to say no, but at least say, hey, I, I hate the fact that I have to, but, the, you know, maybe explain in very simple language, you know, why you have to say no if you have to say no. But really, I like the golden rule. Treat me the way you want to be treated. You want a high five? Okay, I'll high five. <laughs> you want a fist bump? Okay, I know what those are. <laughs> right, right, right. And I feel the same way, Amy. So, you know, it's like I kind of feel like, you know, if you don't, if you need, like, if you're not sure, you know, if I understand something or if you're not sure, you know, if I'd like a certain thing or if I'd be able to do a certain thing, instead of assuming, oh, okay, you know, I can't, you know, just ask me, you know, um, and I'll either say, yes, I can do it or no, I don't understand or no, I can't. But, you know, and again, like your thing with kindness, you know, you know, it doesn't, it, kindness doesn't hurt, you know, it doesn't hurt anything. You know, and, I, and kindness can go a long way. So, you know, I think if there was more kindness in the world, we wouldn't, we'd have a, maybe not, you know, any problems, but we'd have a little bit less problems. So, yeah, I think that's why I like Special Olympics so much is because state games is always so positive. It's like, my, I come back on like cloud nine and people go, what, where were you? I was like, you, I said, I can't describe state games. I mean, I can't. It's like indescribable to some people. It was really cool for the 50th anniversary. The reason why I got that picture of the van mm -hmm. is because I was the one walking in to the stadium with everybody. Oh, that's with, cool. With our team flag. And so here I'm high-fiving all these police officers. And and I truly have an understanding of what they do and how they put their lives on the line for us and how they're helpful to us. And and here I'm high-fiving them. And then I come back home and I'm like, I go, why weren't you there? Because <laughs> I looked for the police officers I know. Right. Who were in, who, well, I didn't live in Edwardsville at the time, but lived that worked in my community. I was like, well, you would have been there. I said, you guys got to get involved with us. And, and, and so one of the police officers said, okay, only if you run it with us. I was like, I was like, nope, can't run yet. I, talked. <laughs> I was like, not yet. I used to do track and field when I was younger. I was like, I said, I haven't ran since I was <laughs> Right. No, yeah, like you said, like oh, the 50th is, yeah, the 50th is like probably, yeah, I mean, that was a great opportunity. And, you know, and with a law enforcement torturing, you know, uh, that's actually Kirk's favorite thing to do, right? you know, when we go to state games. That's like he likes to do. That's why, like, we host the um, 
super plunge up here in Evanston and also the uh, we do one of the plunges and he actually does it. And he always looks forward to like a f- every Friday and when the super plunge starts, we always go over and talk and we he knows of we have a friend that's on the Skokie Police Department and but and he'll in, introduce him to you know all the people that he knows that are there. And he's also in, he also, uh, both of us are active in our local police department up here in Evanston, but he's volunteered for 30 years and he just got recognized last year for that. So, but again, it's like, you know, I feel like it's also a fan. We're also, um, a family too. You know, I mean, I mean, like you had mentioned before about bullying, it's like, you know, it's one of the only organizations that you feel like you, you know, you're safe, you know, and you know that you won't get bullied, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I really, I I can't, the opportunities I've gotten through Special Olympics in both states have been just priceless. And it's it's just a nice, the only thing that I haven't gotten to do is go to World Games. And I think if I would have stayed in one state and been special Olympics <laughs> in one state, I probably would have been at World Games. And I'm really excited. I'm hoping to air some of it, uh, specifically the rhythmic gymnastics. And, okay. <laughs> um, but really excited just to see, you know, um, you know, people coming back and really just trying to, you know, I can't wait to see, you know, because I know I'll know somebody who's got to go. Right. Right. Yeah. And like I said, you know, Kurt and I are going next year, but we're not going to um, compete. We're, um, we're going to, we get, um, we were going to volunteer, but then um, we're also, we, uh, we were able, because of our podcast, we were able to get press classes. So we, be able to um interview a lot of the um athletes and stuff so we're looking forward to that as well so and now hopefully with you being an athlete leader you know you'll it'll open up more opportunities like you said for you so so that's that's always what i'm looking forward to i'm always looking forward to new opportunities and new experiences oh that's cool so well thank you so much for joining us today um, we really en- um, en- yeah we really enjoyed talking to you um, that wraps up another episode of amazing individuals I hope you enjoyed our conversation with special Olympian athlete leader Amy Foster uh, before we end today I would like to remind everyone to make sure and get their COVID vaccines if you have not already done so you are not just doing it for yourself but you are doing it for the whole world and remember that everyone with intellectual disabilities can accomplish whatever they want with the right support. 